The Make My Damn Movie Podcast contains explicit language. Listener discretion advised. I'm Mark Reynolds. And I'm Tom Swain. And we discuss the film and entertainment industry spotlighting seven original screenplays, which must be produced, and you're back in the beat lab. Yay! So quarantine is over. It's over. And you're good to go. Mm-hmm. You've been tested. Yep. And we doused you before you came into the beat lab with yes. uh, Germ X. Very so uncomfortable. We feel pretty good about it. That was uncomfortable? Yeah, it's, it's all over me. Sprayed me in the eyes. It was good. Well, your eyes are fine now. Mm-hmm. All right, so here we are on the uh, Make My Damn Movie podcast. We have to differentiate because we have two. Yes. Well, <laughs> we have one we have we're talking about. You know, one I, and uh, not even a half. No, no it's, it's not going a half. to happen. Because you have to do it. But yes, right. I have to say... That I really do like talking about doing it better than doing it. That's not bad. I can deal with that. It's actually doing it that's going to be a a bitch, but we'll see. We'll get to it, I guess. But eventually, today we're going to talk about pitching. And I know we've discussed it before. Yes. Right? But that was back when we didn't have that many listeners to this this podcast. Yes, we got to keep everyone apprised of our opinions. Of course. And every now and then I'll get a note or two from people that say, hey, why don't you chat about pitching a screenplay? So shut up! (laughs) We're going to do that today. All right. (sighs) I wish I had the dun-dun-dun. See, that's another thing. If we have another podcast, Uh we had this elaborate board here that yeah. unfo- for whatever reason I'm working <laughs> and the sound effects and whatnot are just spread everywhere. You got uh, how many banks of sound effects and 12 music and 12. Jeez. So okay. it's like, you know, if we want to do the, I got to switch things. Or I got to push a button. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. so I don't know. How that's going to work. It'll be seamless. But I was looking for the, now that I've gone off message here. Uh Uh-huh. But see, I can't even find the dun-dun-dun. We got to figure out how to do the board. Uh Uh-huh. Like maybe alphabetically. Oh, that's a good Oh, but here's here's a good one. Sailing away. My yacht horn. Oh, here we go. A ton of people weighed in about the biggest asshole in cinema history survey we did last week oh, from Facebook. Yeah. And we added who we thought right. was the biggest a hole on screen. Right. Not in the industry. No. Because we, we can't do that. No. We're trying to get it. Anywho, they're all beautiful yeah. people. Mine was George Bailey. Mm-hmm. From It's a Wonderful Life, which I got a bunch of pushback on, which I knew I would. Uh, you know, how yeah. dare you? Uh, so all I can say about that is fuck you. And yours was what? Who? The dude from uh, Pretty in Pink. Oh, yeah. Spader. Yeah. And and here was what the survey posted, okay? Mm-hmm. They had the biggest asshole in cinema history. Darth Vader, 2%. Hannibal Lecter, 11%. The Joker, 13%. And number one was Jenny from Forrest Gump at 74%. (laughs) And a bunch of people got all up in my balls about my definition of Jenny from Forrest Gump. Uh Oh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Ruffled some some feathers. Oh, Uh, yeah. 
big time. Hey, I was just reading a survey. Yeah. Okay. It's I not didn't, even Mark's idea. We didn't have any part in that survey. Right. And all I got was, oh, you just don't know Jenny. I think I know Jenny. She was extraordinarily reckless and selfish. Right. So yeah, what a woman. Yeah. I think we that, know that who Jenny was. We described her on the thing. Exactly. We sure did. Of why she's the biggest asshole. What I thought was really interesting was the people who chimed in who had their own ideas. You want to hear a few? Yeah. Because I thought it was pretty good, all the ones that I would have never thought of. But we had Biff Tanner, Back to the Future. Uh, Duh. Yeah, I was like, I see that. Somebody weighed in, Chet, Weird Science, Wyatt's older brother. Oh, that's right. Bill Paxson? Paxton? Paxton. And this one I thought was hilarious. Ace Ventura. <laughs> He was. he was kind of an asshole. Nurse Ratchet oh, one yeah. flew over the uh, cuckoo's nest. Yeah. Damone, Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Duh. Holy shit. I That's a great one. Of, yeah, he is a total asshole. Ellis, Die Hard, the sleazy Nakatomi Corporation dude that attempted to assist Hans Gruber. Oh, yes. Remember him? The sleazy little. He really was. Yeah, slime ball. Bill Lumberg, Office Space. <laughs> yeah. Lumberg fucked her. <laughs> How can we forget him? Have fun, fucking Thumberg. <laughs> That's such a good movie. It really is. Uh, White Goodman, Dodgeball. Uh, Definitely. Yes. What you a made jerk. Me bleed my own blood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Buzz McAllister, Home Alone, Kevin's brother. Yes. He's the total asshole in all three movies. Absolutely. At the end of each movie, he. He was acting like he'd learned a lesson and would never be an asshole again. But the next movie would come out and he's an asshole again. I wish I had the thing. Dun, dun, dun. So I'll just do it myself here. By the way, it's perfectly normal to have assholes in your scripts. Right. Antagonists? Hello? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Or simply awful people. They don't really have to it be the antagonist. seasons the script a little bit. It gives the audience someone to despise. Right. And we all love to despise people. Of course. So those should be in your scripts. Mm -hmm. Now, can we not lose sight of what this podcast is about? Make my damn the movie. seven screenplays, you mean? Yes. And me getting my C-Ray 450 Sundancer. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. Okay. That's really the goal. Yeah. So let's briefly highlight one of the biggest assholes in any screenplay. One of mine hit escape. There's a character named Chad. Oh, yeah. He's a total doofus scumbag. Now. Who doesn't mean to be an asshole, but he, he is. is. Here's his brilliantly written, if I do say so myself, introduction to the screenplay. Uh, Are you ready? Yeah. All right. Exterior, Chad's house, day. Sharon, who's the lead character, mm -hmm. steps up to the front porch of a modest white house and rings the doorbell. Chad Gilbert, 18, jerks open the door. Full of energy, yet always appearing as if he just rolled out of bed. Human pinball machine. He wears frayed Levi's cutoffs and a black <laughs> sleeveless Def Leppard t-shirt. He flips the blonde tussled locks away from his eyes and grins. That's a great description. Uh huh. Does that not tell you this guy's an asshole already? <laughs> already. Just the way he's dressed. Sharon smiles. Sharon says, hey, Chad. Chad says, what's up, Kit Kat? 
wiggle that hot dumper on in here. <laughs> Folks ain't home. His pet name for his girlfriend is Sugar Snatch. <laughs> I forgot about that. Need I say more? <laughs> I mean, right? Yeah. I'll tell you my favorite antagonist asshole on wheels, and that would be Stacy Spencer from Sleeper Car. That's another I one. I wish that, you know, I despise her. Oh, man. Well, see, I'm glad we're talking about these screenplays here, these original screenplays that need to be produced for crying out loud so I can get my fucking yacht. Come on, people, producers. But I have done a fantastic <laughs> job. If you don't mind saying so yourself. And I don't of putting some real dickwads oh, yeah. in every single screenplay and not really just antagonist, have. not just the antagonist, no. but just various characters that they're funny uh-huh. because they're such assholes. And yeah. we all know those people, especially Chad. I may have been Chad. No, no, you know, really? I hope not. No, you weren't. I've known Chad. No, we've all known Definitely. Chad. He's not the antagonist, but he's no. a straight up asswad and funny as hell. Uh-huh. Right? Just a doofy teenager. Just oh, being a teenager. Yeah. His character allows the protagonist, Sharon, a platform mm-hmm. to show her brains as well as her biting sense of humor. Yes. That's, that's true. why you have these people in there. Yeah. It's a yin yang deal. To bounce off of, yeah. Now, we're going to dive deeper into this script later when we talk about pitching a screenplay. Okay. Okay. Good idea. Sound good? Yeah. Okay. Time for the stupid damn messages. <laughs> <now>. <laughs> nice. <sighs> you can go to uh, makemydamnmovie.com. Yeah. And you can send us a message. Go to send message. It's pretty user friendly. And yes. If you can't figure that out, well. Okay. Messages from <laughs> Make Da. <laughs> Dan, Green Bay, Wisconsin. The Mary Shitmas story was pretty damn funny, true or not. It was true. It was totally true. Isabella, Los Angeles. You guys rock. Hmm. Every week, like clockwork, I find yet another episode of Make My Damn Movie to download and enjoy. She actually abbreviated, which I love. I find yet another episode of MMDM to download and enjoy. Funny, informative, coarse language, and robots. What's not to like? (laughs) Maybe all Thank the talk you. about balls? Well, I don't know. There's, there's a bunch that. of stuff not to like. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, she likes the robots, so uh, I don't know. I am a robot. Eat my shit. <laughs> I will kill you. You fucking pig. Wow. That always wants to kill people and shit. So, Isabella, what do you think the robot now? Mm-hmm. Dominic, St. Paul, Minnesota. Thanks for spoiling Cobra Kai, asshole. <laughs> I, would, I spoiled it for me, too. I would like to have found out on my own about Elizabeth Shoot. Listen, dickwad. <laughs> Damn it. You, too. Listen, dickwad. <laughs> hey. That episode had been out at least two weeks, so no spoilies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, maybe if you were more on the ball, you wouldn't be such a lazy fuckface. <laughs> and so behind on a series. Ugh. Wyatt, <sighs> Montreal, Canada. Those talking voice toys are awesome, except for the one that calls you a nerd. That one needs serious work. Yeah. Yeah, that's a stupid one. Doesn't even make sense half the time. What, no. And that's the one Olivia likes the most. No, she likes the Grossinator. Oh, the... Yeah, oh, that's There's three 
you know, I was listening back to a podcast, and we play with these all the time. Uh huh. And I'm wondering, do people really know what we're talking about? They really I don't care. I think so. However, well, that guy did. But there's three of these little voice boxes that do this real quick. You're a totally gross, boring nerd. Okay, it's so that's nerd, one of them. Of course. Yeah, okay. That's the PG version, right? Of this one called Foul Mouth. That right. <laughs> and it's a little more biting. And then there's the grossinator, mm-hmm. and that says stuff like this. Oh, it'll say horrible, I bet. Uh-huh. I'm going to make a horrible <laughs> 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 Uh So that's the three boxes. And yeah. this person, what's his name? No, I don't care. Uh, was mentioning <laughs> this one in particular. You're a totally gross, boring but nerd I was, is the worst thing you could think of. Nerd, bonehead, okay. loser, geek, dweeb, whip, weasel, nerd. Nah. nah. So there you go. You're right. It does need some work. Like, Maybe on a skeet flinger. Something. Gotta, it's not good. Jeremiah, Lubbock, Texas. I listen to make my damn movie through earbuds while working on my laptop at home in the evening. I find myself losing focus on my task at hand and have to constantly go back over my work more than I'd like to. Wanted to share that with you guys. Love the show. Pay attention. Yeah, pay attention. (laughs) Emily, Queens, New York. Listen, Mark, your description of Ginny from Forrest Gump was horrifying. (laughs) I will never listen to your podcast again. You're an awful man, and I hope you die soon. Wow. Oh, yeah? Well, so do I. How do you like that, Emily? Hmm. From Queens. Figures. Queens. Right? Okay. Those were your messages. Those were your messages. We hope to hear from you next time. I like when people want me to die. Mm -hmm. Because we're on the same page. Yeah, that's right. End of story. So that does nothing to me. No. (laughs) Emily from Queens. Just eggs them on. Yeah. It doesn't hurt my feelings at all. It makes me want to go... And get a gun. All right. I don't have the thing. No, so. you got to search through that bank. Yeah, I'm not yeah. doing that. I don't want to. Too much work. But we're moving along here, uh-huh. just so we can get this over with. Here's the thing. To the movie quotes game, and I got that right out of the gate because it was on the first page. Oh, Usually yeah, I'm not on the first yeah, page, yeah. but this is where I read a movie quote and you try to tell me. I try. What movie it's from, and yeah. I do three of them. Mm-hmm. Here's your first one. Because five was too much. And you know, I don't ever read messages with people saying that they like the movie quotes game because yeah. we get it. That's mm-hmm. why we're doing it. So stop doing that. <laughs> Sending, uh, okay. I get it. And you think, because we never read them. No. And they get a lot well, that they would stop messaging. Well, so they're just hoping they, they're not, you might. They're not catching a clue. No. So let me just spell it out. Stop sending messages that you like this fucking thing. You're just making them want to message more about it. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, never mind. Okay. We love those things. Uh, <laughs> what, here's your first one. What are the two house rules? Number one, no dating till you graduate. Number two, no dating till you graduate. Ten things I hate about you. Yes! What? Oh, I just pulled that out of my ass. 
Walter Stratford, the dad, yeah. Larry Miller. Okay. Wow. Boom. I'm all downhill from here. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be doing a little dance yet. Yeah. Uh, but still, mm. wildly impressed. All right. I don't think I can go on. I'm shocked. <laughs> all right. <laughs> okay. Here's your next one. First rule of leadership. Everything is your fault. <laughs> That's true. I have no idea. Hopper the Grasshopper, A Bug's Life. Mm. No? I have seen it once. Eh, well, I never know. Well, I didn't think you'd get to the things I hate around each other. Your last one here. Modern speech has degraded down to a mixture of slang, hillbilly, and grunts. You got to get this one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Have my hand over the bell. Idiocracy, which is a documentary. Very good. And which about is about life now. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> That's the narrator of that particular thingy. There you go. Okay, good. Hey, got two. two. Hey, wow. <laughs> what? That hasn't happened in a while. Hey, good for you. Very uh, shocking. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm really shocked that With you the got 10 things about. That one. Yeah. yeah, but good for you. All right, we're going to continue with the Trivial Pursuit TV cards. From 1912? From ni- No, that's ridiculous. Oh, I'm sorry. 1928. Okay. I found them in my garage without mm-hmm. the game, but we're doing I it. I like that you have to explain <laughs> how the game was not found at all. Yeah. It's just cards. I don't remember. Fine <laughs> Trivial Pursuit game. Here's your first one. And th- the reason we say they're from 19-whatever... Because they're all the subject matter. Yeah. And is dated. Here, here's proof. Who played opposite Rock Hudson on <laughs> Macmillan and Wife? And wife. Come on. I, I know the show. I think my mom used to watch it. No. <laughs> that wasn't that funny. Why am I working the, <laughs> the board? board? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know what I did? What? I switched banks. See, oh. that's what happens uh, when you don't have your shit together. And they're color-coded. An <laughs> uh, idiot could do this. <laughs> Susan St. James. What was the fucking question? Oh, McMillan won. <laughs> I, don't- <laughs> I don't even care. <laughs> All right. I'm going to go back out in the garage and look for more cards. <laughs> you might want to. Okay, here's your next one. On right. what show was the line... One of these days, Alice, frequently heard. Oh. And who said it? It would be the honeymooners. Okay. And it would, eh. uh, Sheriff Buford T. Justice, dude. Yes. Come on. Ah. Oh, you're getting buzzed. <laughs> Jackie Gleason. <sighs> what comedy series was about the Petri family? Jeez. Want a hint? Yes. He tripped over an ottoman. The Dick Van Dyke Show. Oh, man. Which I started to watch again because of uh, WandaVision. Oh, there you because go. Because it's, it's that 1950s same kind of setup, and mm-hmm. at least the first episode. My mother could, could double talk. for Mary Tyler Moore back then. Yes, I could see that. Absolutely did. People were, what? That's cool. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, here's your last one. What was the address of the house in the Munsters. Oh, Jesus. 
1313 Mockingbird Lane. Ah. Well, hey. Yeah. I was more of a an Adams Family viewer. I liked the them monsters. both. I thought they were pretty good. So yeah. there you go. There's a trivial pursuit on the thing and this stuff. And let's move on. And people like that, too. Well, some people hate it, but... Hate what? The trivial pursuit. Don't care. Doesn't okay. matter. It is now time for the Make My Damn Movie <laughs> staff picks, where oh. we attempt to force you to watch movies that we like. Yeah. So it's another example of us forcing our will... Uh-huh. Onto the podcast. Why not? Listener. Exactly. Why do you think we do this? <laughs> Power. That's it. Right. Uh, do you want to go first or me? Uh, who went? It doesn't matter. You go first. Uh, Just add right. that bad. Mine is The Usual Suspects from oh. 1995. Top five movie for me. Definitely. Good movie. And I don't need to read the synopsis. <laughs> <laughs> if you do. haven't seen this movie, which, which people, people haven't, haven't yeah. I just got into a conversation about it with the friend online. I'm like, you haven't seen it? What? I, I think people 30 or under have not seen this movie. Anyway, mm. a sole survivor tells of the twisty events leading up to a horrific gun battle on a boat, which began when five criminals met at a seemingly random police lineup. And that lineup scene is great. Oh, man. That's a great one. That's a good stat pick. Give me the keys, you. <laughs> it's good. <laughs> they all have their own take. You know, it's surprising. It's like when someone says, I've not seen Pulp Fiction. It's the yeah. same thing yeah, with, with that like, movie. It's like, what? What are you kidding me? So that's it? Yep. You're that's good? it. Okay. Mine is Bubble Boy from 2001. <laughs> yes. Jake Gyllenhaal, Swootsie Kurtz, Marley Shelton, and Vern Troyer. Many yeah, me. Yeah, Vern Troyer. Who wow. passed away in 2018. Yeah, he passed wow. away. Yeah. So the story follows the life of Jimmy Livingston, Jake Gyllenhaal, a guy born with immunities or without immunities. Right. right. This is a goofy, stupid movie, but it's very good. Mm -hmm. If you haven't seen it, you should look at it. He's raised in a secluded environment as he's unable to be out in the world because of his health issues. Right. Right. His living arrangement is provided and uber supervised by his well-intentioned but misguided mother, mm-hmm. who, of course, is Swootsie Kurtz. Yes. The sm- the original smother. Yes. So he comes to realize that he's in love with Chloe, the girl next door, mm-hmm. Marley Shelton, right? When he finds out she's getting married, which is like devastating. Oh, that's right, yeah. He has no choice but to build a mobile bubble suit and set off across country <laughs> to Niagara Falls... You can already see where this is going. No good. And he's trying to stop Chloe's wedding, which is only seven days away, in time to confess his love for her. And mayhem ensues. Check out. Yeah, that's a good one. Bubble Boy. From Staff Picks on Make My Damn Movie. I I like that movie. People like, that is stupid. Yes, it's stupid. Stupid. Right. Of course it is. All right. Now, today... Pitching a screenplay. I am not good. At, and you would think that I would be like <laughs> A plus on all stuff screenplay. Pitching, not so much. That's why it's I'm doing difficult. this fucking podcast. This is the pitch, <laughs> man. This is it. What the hell? I mean, really? Asshole warning. Asshole warning. I do not understand so, why this isn't like already. <laughs> you got to do a show to pitch movies nowadays. Yeah, I should be on my yacht by now. 
<laughs> not thinking about any of this shit, to be quite yeah, honest. Yeah. But I'm not. And again, I'm not really all that good at the pitching. On paper, I'm great at it. Mm-hmm. But it's something you have to do, and you got to be pretty good at it. Yeah. You got to be fast. I have log lines down, Pat. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's easy for me, yeah. not anyone else. <laughs> What is a logline? Logline is a one or two sentence summary or description of a movie. Right. Kind of like the TV guide thing. Exactly. Okay. So you're getting a, a, broad a quick little boom, one or two sentences. Again, if you suck at it, you're doing two sentences. But I have all of mine <laughs> down to one. So learn. Learn from uh-huh. me. And the logline for Hit Escape, and we're going to discuss this real quickly, yes. and, and pitching. A despondent L.A. lawyer is transported back to 1983 in her 18-year-old body to live in a day she's been longing for and faces having to make a choice to stay and carve out a new path in life or return to the present. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, there's online pitching you can do, which I like because yeah, you can you write can it out. Think about it. And- exactly. Yeah. Which I did. And I'm going to read you the pitch for this movie, okay. for the screenplay. And it gets glowing reviews. Right. And after I read it, I'll tell you where the, the problems are for me. Okay. And I know it's hard to believe. It's got to be hard Whoa. to believe. Exactly. So here's the pitch for Hit Escape. <clears throat> Me, me, me. Do we have spray? No. You know those things? We've got the uh, antibacterial stuff. Nah, I'm good. Yeah. A 56-year-old hapless attorney named Sharon has lost her way, yearning for a version of the past that didn't really exist. With the exception of still being close with her childhood friend, Laura, everything else sucks. A kind-hearted yet prying temp IT guy named Andy catches Sharon in one of her meltdowns, and before she knows it, she opens up to him, pining for the good old days back in 1983 Daytona Beach. Andy suggests hitting the escape key on her keyboard. He's an IT guy. Why not? Boom! Sharon wakes up in the familiar setting of her childhood bedroom in Daytona, shocked to find she's in her teenage body, but with her lifelong memories intact. Andy lays out Sharon's options. Choose to stay and begin life again from 18, losing all recollection of her life after 18, or go back. Either way, Sharon has the day to explore and has a blast with young Laura. Works at her first job and checks out an old flame. Even having to deal with bullies, Sharon is energized by the 80s. Is it worth potentially losing your dearest friend in the present by risking taking another path in the past? Mm-hmm. That is a fantastic pitch. Babu. For th- thank you for that particular screenplay. Yeah. Now that should get your juices flowing. But gross. if a, produ- a producer just went up to you and said, hey, that's where I had the problem. Pitch of all your screenplays. Now this that is hard. This screenplay checks off a lot of boxes, yes, too. Let's, let's keep everything, that in mind. everything, man. Comedy, fantasy, female-centric, breezy, heartwarming. It passes the Bechdel, Bechdel test. test. Diverse cast. Yep. Broad audience appeal. Mm-hmm. Why the <laughs> fuck isn't this thing been made? Good question. Hasn't this thing been made? So I cannot really put what I just read into if I'm face to face with somebody. I would really have a problem with that. And I know that's shocking because I blather on about everything. (laughs) So would you say I'm shy? I don't know. Maybe just like if somebody puts you on the spot, you're just thinking about it too much, maybe. You would think 
that a former radio god, radio <laughs> star, would be able to just blah, 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 right? Think about this, people. If Mark can't even do it. Yeah, you're, you're, you're <laughs> fucked. Okay. You might get a rowboat. A kayak. <laughs> a but dinghy. My point is, is that you got to take what I just read and, and be able to like, just blah, 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 blah. Admit it to memory. Yeah, you really have to practice. And that's where, mm -hmm. that's my downfall. I don't want to practice. <laughs> because it's work. I don't want to do shit. <laughs> I just want somebody to back up a truck uh -huh. beep, beep, to my front door, roll off a bunch of money. Uh -huh. I can go to the yacht store. <laughs> Yeah, because they have those. Get my sun dancer uh -huh. and flip everyone off. Just sail off. Into the sunset. Yeah. That's the goal. There you go. Boom. But anyway, that's not happened yet for some reason. No, it hasn't. And what needs to happen is I need to probably figure out a way, maybe if I just tried. <laughs> huh. There's yeah, an option. A, you could actually try to condense it. Ah! Maybe eh. memorize it. Eh. <laughs> Again, this podcast was supposed to be the pitch. <laughs> Fucking over a year, man. Yeah. What the hell? No. I don't know. I blame COVID. Yeah, okay, well, you got to blame something That's because, I mean, we know for a fact that people in the industry yes. listen to this freaking show. Hey. And they've glanced at all of these, these uh, screenplays. <laughs> I know. Oh, they're great. Uh, <laughs> driving me nuts. So I don't know what yeah. to do pitching. about pitching because I am really, again, maybe I should try. It <laughs> might it. be the secret, everybody. Just but try. My point is you heard when I just, what I just read. That is a fantastic pitch. Mm -hmm. And when I have sent this out, and oh, normally people just ignore or won't say anything, but they're right. like, I've gotten response. Yeah. Like, wow, that was a pretty good pitch. And that takes effort to respond. Yes. So there's genuine interest. So I'm not getting Fuck off. all the time. Right. My point is, is that I need to probably, <laughs> I don't know, do something. Magic 8-Ball, <laughs> will I be able to learn to pitch? Not in baseball. I'm going to pitch that thing through the window. Anything is possible. <laughs> <laughs> Dickhole. It's uh, perfect. Well, there you go. I think, uh, you know, what else can you do? That's it. I think that I've given everyone out there in podcast land a great example of a pitch. Uh-huh. And that's how you should write one. Right. Then you just right, got right, to right. put it in your brain and be able mm -hmm. to say it in front of somebody. And again, I'm not been told ever I'm shy. No. But when it comes to this, I don't know. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. I'm pretty good thinking on my feet. Yeah. In front of a crowd of people. But on this, I mean, you but get, this is a little different. get in your own head and it's yeah. just like, ah. It's something that you wrote. Right. Of course, you wrote the pitch, but you wrote the screenplay. So you're trying to think of all yeah. the intricacies and then I mean uh, it was it was quite it. it was quite easy for me to sit down and really once I'm thinking about it right. you can go back and on the computer. However, well, mm -hmm. you know what? Yeah, easy for me. But think of the people out there that are so awful at this. <laughs> and there's a lot of them. Uh -huh. I mean, there really is. Yeah. So anyway, pitching's important. 
Yes. Put it down on paper first and then kind of go through it in your mind. Get in front of a mirror. All I used right. to tell the when I was a program director at radio stations, mm-hmm. I would tell the disc jockeys in the control room, put a mirror in front of you when you're doing your on-air breaks. Oh, man. And it works because you're talking to someone. That's and, true, and, yeah. And I had a little mirror that uh. the band The Stone Roses yes. had a record out called I Want to Be Adored, uh-huh. okay? And it came with a promo mirror that had I Want to Be Adored on oh, it. You funny. get it? Yeah. So I had a bunch of these little mirrors, uh-huh. and I would give them to the disc jockeys, and That's I'd say, hilarious. put that right in front of you and talk to yourself. yourself. And it made hmm. all the world, maybe I need to go That's into it. a producer's office with a fucking mirror. That's it. And then they're going to go, you're a nut job. Or you're going to do coke. <laughs> exactly. One of two things. <laughs> oh, you brought a mirror. Thank Yay! you. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. You read my mind. Okay, we're done. Um, check out MakeMyDamnMovie.com. And hopefully we'll have the new podcast up and running <laughs> soon. Some Someday. <laughs> All right. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.